welcome to our Kingdom Culture Podcast. For today's message, we are thankful for what God is doing through this podcast to encourage and transform lives around the world. If you have a story to share about how God has encouraged or transformed your life through this podcast, we would love to hear about it by emailing us at mystory@kingdomculture.ca. If you would like to support this ministry financially to help us bring messages like this to you every week, you can do so online at kingdomculture.ca at the Give option. We also would love to connect with you on our social media, on Instagram and Twitter at KC Ottawa, and Facebook at Facebook slash Kingdom Culture Ottawa. We pray that you would experience God today and be encouraged through today's message. Enjoy! All we need to do is just surrender to the presence. And He does it all. feel like trashing my entire message, but um, anyways, I believe there's uh, some things here to share. Last week was already different. We had a different morning here. We got uh, the opportunity and the blessing to, and just on behalf of our lead pastors, like uh, Matt said earlier, on the experience, Pastor Sean and Pastor Michelle, we honor them, and they're taking a little bit of a break um, for a few weeks, and I really believe this is the season, and Pastor Sean, actually, if you were here last week, we had a, a longer giving encouragement through video, and it was actually a word that Pastor Sean shared two weeks ago in our experience, and I want to encourage if you weren't here, just to go back to our YouTube, actually, you can go after into our YouTube ta- channel, YouTube forward slash Kingdom Culture, and you can check out the message for this morning, because we played for our online community the video this morning, but in all that to say is that he really talks about us as a church taking our place, taking responsibility for what He called us. It's a a season where we're moving into maturity and God is doing amazing things. And like Harley shared during worship, I really believe that we are on a move. We are a move. God has beautiful promises for Kingdom Culture as a house and for every single one of us. And it would be so sad if we, we missed from everything that God has for us. The Bible says, blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. For this is the God of our salvation. God wants to daily pour out benefits, pour it out His presence, pour it out from His heart into you. He awaits with great expectations. All we, we got to do is simply knock on the door. He's ready. And it's like, sometimes we go about our weeks, and I'm including myself in this. And it's like we are rejecting, you know, like we have a closed door. We're not opening that door so that He can load us with the benefits of His presence. In another passage, I think it says that He also removes fear. And I think feel like this is a season where we as a church, we, like Carly said, we're moving. Do you know what? Because fear paralyzes the church. But perfect love will move us in the right direction. And I just want to encourage us, the church, that God is calling you to move. Move out of your comfort zone. Move, move and do something different in this season. Step into maturity in this season. And... This is what I shared about last week. And for those that missed, 
go check out the, the stream this morning. Is what we're playing. We usually always one week behind until the point we're almost back to the point where we're streaming the same thing uh, live and uh, for church online. We do it at a different time at 10.30 in the morning. But I just want to welcome our online community that is watching. Uh, and I want to encourage you this morning with this, uh, the continuation of my message from last week that says, no more milk, it's time to grow. Cultivating maturity. I brought a, a baby bottle last week and I said it would be way weird if I was drinking from this baby bottle instead of uh, regular water. Uh, and how we just had a, another baby a month ago, more than a month ago, Nicholas and I, I was chatting and encouraging the church on how we, my son Ethan is now playing and pretending that he's a baby. Some, one, of, one of the things that he's doing. And the other day he tried my wife's milk and some formula. And he was like, oh, this is disgusting. And his reaction just actually spoke a lot to me. Because sometimes we're, we're staying too long drinking from the milk. And we're not experiencing new things that God has for us in his presence. The new adventures, like Christian life was never meant to be boring. And if you are in a place where you feel your life is boring, let me tell you, number one, it's okay. Just admit it to God. But let Him move you. Let Him show Himself to you. He's not a boring God. What you experienced this morning through worship just goes, it's just a little bit of how His, His presence moves us impacts us, changes us. I believe that this morning we'll hear testimonies of healing. I will believe that this morning, like, like I said before during my prayer, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I believe for some freedom this morning. Maybe it's an addiction where you've been seeking healing for a long time. This morning there is healing for you. Just grab it. It's here. We can touch it. We can feel it. And sometimes, even if you don't feel it, just believe it. Just move. Just declare, I grab my healing. I grab my freedom this morning. So I'm going to quickly recap from last week. I talked about the subject of cultivating maturity. And in Pastor Sean's message from two, two weeks ago, where he talked about moving into maturity, he talked about three points. Uh, cultivating conquering and committing and we're diving deeper into the what it doesn't mean to cultivate cultivate maturity in our lives and maturity is something that doesn't happen overnight but we also talked about it has nothing to do with age but it talks about that it's how much of jesus we experience that's how we mature in but yeah as there's like a journey as we walk and i was looking even at our set list for this morning worship that seeing that believing the songs and I was like thinking of the words that we were singing I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory because you know the God you serve and that only comes when you experience that you have a God of victory that no matter what you've been in through in life no matter what the situation you have been that it looks like a defeat that you were losing the war God will always come and bring victory. But I want to encourage you, that can only come from you experiencing it. And seeing that, yes, He is a God of victory. You know that, how do you know that He's a God that is a loving Father? Because once you lacked love, and He embraced you with love. 
How do you know that he is a God that is a strong God? Because probably once in your journey with God, you were feeling so weak. You didn't feel the strength to even wake up or face another week. You're feeling depression or anxiety. And you something supernaturally happened inside of you and shifted inside of you. And that you, you, you begin to experience the God of strength that gives you strength. So I want to encourage you that we all have the responsibility. Don't walk based on other people's faith. Walk your own journey with him. Because that will sustain you. So we have number one in cultivating maturity. Number one, it was like prepare. Of course, we're not born ready. We have to experience things in life. We have to prepare soil. You have to be intentional with what you're doing in life in the season of preparation. My encouragement in number one is never stop learning. Always keep a humble heart to learn from what God is doing. Always keep yourself, no matter like how deep you're in life, always keep yourself ready. Preparation and also the preparation in the, the actual process of cultivating seeds in our lives or cultivating a crop is involves preparing the soil and also planting the seeds. And believing God, trusting God with the best seeds. In the beginning of the journey that he will come and he will send the crop and he will multiply what you sow. So I just want to encourage you that that comes with a life of experience with God. A life leaving the kingdom of God. But you, it ha you have access to it. All I'm trying to say is that you have access to this. And I want to encourage you to, number one, prepare. Prepare your hearts. Position your hearts in a way of preparation. Allowing God to move And experience him for yourself. Grab your testimony. I love the story of Jesus with the disciples on the boat and that Peter walks on the water. That day, that man left with a testimony. The disciples left with just a story. And I want to encourage you to grab a hold of your testimony. Jesus is inviting you to walk on the water with him. So I want to encourage you to move into maturity. And one of the things is maturity is not waiting for the, everything to be perfect in order to move. Just start moving. Don't ever wait for the perfect conditions. It will never happen. Just start sowing the seeds. If you were to ask a farmer, they just don't, they know what the beginning of the season is for preparation of the soil. And seeding, they don't care. They're just going to sow their seeds and believe in faith that God will send the rain. God will send everything that they need in order for the crop to take place later on. Number two, we talked about protecting. Um, and I'm going to read the first verses in uh, Galatians 1, 7, 8. This was the very last and uh, part of my message last week. So I'm just going to quickly go through this point. Galatians 4, 1, 7 says, Think of it this way. If a father dies and leaves an inheritance for his young children, those children are not much better off than slaves until they grow up. Even though they actually own everything their father had, they had to obey their guardians until they reach whatever age their father says. And that's the way it was before Christ came. We were like children. We were slaves to basic principles, basic spiritual principles of this world. But then the right time came. God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to law. God has sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law. So that he, we, he, he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children, God has sent his spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call Abba Father. Now you're no longer a slave, 
but your own, God's own child. And I just want to encourage you, and like I encouraged you last week, we have to mature in order to walk into what God calls us to. And I shared the little example, I wouldn't allow my son to manage the budget of my house. Otherwise, he said last week he would be buying dinosaurs, going to uh, McDonald's every week, going to Flying Squirrel. Or I use the example, he loves to call Dollarama the green and yellow store. And he would be going there every single day of the week. So we need to, I'm only going to trust him and I'm going to teach him about budget later on in life. But for now, he needs to mature in so many areas before I can trust that. And same with our spiritual walk with God. And one thing that I find a common pattern in maturing that we need to protect, and that's why like, I call the season of protecting, is because sometimes we think that we are already mature. And we have a self sense of righteousness. I'm ready for this. When God knows we're not. When God's still working things in you. And what happens when you think you're ready and you try to like do some things, what's going to happen is you're going you're gonna to get hurt. And I shared last week a common phrase that I heard it often, that the church hurt me. And it's okay, the church may have hurt you, but your family also hurts you. Your workplace also hurts you. People hurt you. But we got to flip the, the equation is, how am I hurting the church when I don't step into my full calling? Because that's what the Bible says about us positioning ourselves as part of the body to strengthen the body of Christ. And this is like the, the main principle that I have been learning is always ask myself, don't blame. Like if, if I'm going into a wrong situation in my life, something is going on. I'm not pleased with work. I'm not pleased with anything else. It's so easy to ask, oh, I have like a bad boss or like there's like it's so easy to bl blame the circumstances. But God always taught me, look first into your heart. What can you change? Maybe it's more time that you're not spending in the presence of God and you're being more stressed in your day. Whatever your excuse is, I want to encourage you to look in you first before blaming others. That's what mature people do. And... I just want to encourage you with that. And before we move into the number three here, I just want to say with maturity and what I've been through life is that all the places that you're facing injustice right now in your life, they are an opportunity for God to come and for God to do and bring justice. His justice over there. So don't worry if you're feeling injustice. Like this is not a season. Like you're feeling, man, look at what all that's happening with me. Just keep their hush, like that. Protect your hearts. Protect your heart from offense. And that's why like cultivating and protecting is like you're protecting the seeds. You're protecting the soil from weeds. And you're removing them. Remove the voices that are not pointing you to the, your destiny. Do you know what a maestro does when he leads an orchestra? You, John knows. Maestro, he faces his back towards the crowd and towards the voices, and he's leading. He's not looking at what everybody's saying. And sometimes we have just to shut off voices in our lives that are not pointing us to the call of God. And we really have to protect our heart and our pure 
grab a hold of a word of God for your life and keep moving on. And I heard this phrase this week is, never go to a place where your prayer has never been before. And I, I also like been thinking about that in, in together with our worship. We got to stop going places where our prayer and our worship, our spiritual battle has not gone there first. God is encouraged and he wants always for us new territory. But I want to encourage you, no, no matter the challenge you're facing, let your prayer go first. Build an altar to the presence of God. Because if he called you to that place, he will be there to meet you and to make you prosper in that place. Also, something so interesting that I, I found about being hurt is that when a shepherd found a lost sheep in the midst of, like, I don't know, like either traps or whatever, do you know what he used to do to the, that sheep? Or we know all know the story of, like, Jesus as a shepherd leaving the 99 to take care of the lost sheep. He would grab, I was reading that he would grab the sheep on his shoulders and walk with the sheep on his shoulders for three days. So that the sheep could begin to practice again, to hear the voice, to hear the smell. And, and God began to encourage me, maybe you were in the place where you feel so far from God. And this is a time that you just reposition your heart. Just to be close to the shepherd. Just to be close to Jesus. And remind yourself that he is my shepherd. I shall not lack. And just experience it. But again, it cannot be the other ship doing for you. It has to be you. So don't let distractions come your way in what God's doing. And number Three here, just to continue on. We got persist. And he talks about patience and perseverance. And I think this is, this is one of my favorite ones, to be honest with you guys. One of the character traits of Jesus that I love the most is perseverance. I honestly... We have so many distractions. We we're even talking about in the same room about like social media, TikTok, and things that get us distracted, get us our, our minds into so many places. And we lack a generation where there's like no commitment. People are in a year in their jobs, they want to quit and find another job that pays better, has better. They're just looking for interest, not what they can give, what they can take from the job and just move on. And perseverance is really about breaking that cycle and continue to trust. If you have a word that God will come through and to stop comparing, stop, look sideways and just focus and just trust and walk into that place of trust. It was actually very special for me to be speaking last, that I was speaking here last week on Canada Day because some of you remember on five years ago in Canada, I was ordained by Pastor Sean and Pastor Michelle, Pastor and Luca. And I looked back into our journey, my, me and my wife's journey in this house. And there were many moments that we wanted to quit, that we were ready to pack our bags and be purposeful. It happens, like any entrepreneur in talking life, any businessman, if they all say, like, I wanted to quit every single day. But keep, you got to keep pushing. And it's so awesome to see, and even, even in my own personal life, I always had this 
it felt like a cycle where I was in a job for like three years and something would happen that I would like kick me out or moving me into a different direction. And here to be and celebrating five years at this local church, I felt it was so significant. It was also so significant because it was, I felt like more of an establishment. When our, our firstborn son, Ethan, was born, two, I think five days later, we got our permanent residency in Canada. And literally a day after Nicholas, our third, was born, we got our citizenship in Canada. And I really believe you got to establish yourself. you got to plant yourselves in the place that God called you to be. And just continue to believe. And I know in every time that uh, we get a privilege as a family to go back home and I chat with my other pastor and my other, the church that I was a part in Brazil, my, my pastor there always encourages me, man, you guys, what you have there is so special. You as a church are called to be a voice for this nation. And they, it's to hear that they are believing with us. Sometimes they are believing more than us that we will get our beauty. <laughs> and I want to encourage us to really believe that, like Harley said earlier this morning, we are on the move. We are going towards that and we are not stopping. And we are persistent. We are believing. And Persevering is also continue, and one like key that I found, if you want to be successful in your internet, treasure that perseverance in your life, is continue to do a great job when no one's watching. I don't know about you, but I've been through different workplaces in my life where I was working overnight in a presentation to my boss, and sometimes on the next day he wouldn't look at it, he would just prepare and present things his own way. And it's just frustrating because you said, oh, I worked all night. But no, God is saying, man, I value that. That presentation that you were working is preparing you for what you're doing right now. God doesn't waste anything that you're doing in your secret place. God wants to use everything. So sometimes you may be serving a team of the house that is not very valuable or people don't look at it or don't value the same way. God is seeing your hearts. And all you got to keep is protect and persist. Protect your heart. You're not doing for anybody else. You're doing towards Him. You're honoring God. You're serving God. As a great leader, the, the greatest leader of all time, Jesus, He came to serve. We are called to serve. And I just want to encourage you, if you're not serving, get on serving because you are a leader. You have value. And Jesus wants to flourish what is inside of you. The dreams that He has for you. The promises He has for you. The same Holy Spirit that was there with Jesus, that is in, in me, is inside of you. It's the power for you to experience miracles. For, it's the power for you to experience transformation in your life. And to really persist and it's just to grab a hold, even though your circumstances may change. And I love a little passage in, in the Bible here that the people of Israel were so used to in the desert to have a cloud pillar by day and a cloud of fire, uh, pillar of fire by night to guide them. And I love that in Exodus 14, 19 says, Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. 
I imagine what was going into their minds. Something you are always used to see in one way. Out of nothing changes. What do you do? Do you keep moving? Or do you stop? Do you get in fear? And I want to encourage you, move on with the word of God. Move on to the land. Cross no matter the challenge. If he's staying behind you, it's because he got your back. He knows the enemies that are coming from behind. So I want to encourage you to grab a hold and persist on moving. Don't let anything stop you. Um, one other thing that I love is maturity is letting God use you in areas that you might not like. And I think this is a huge one. And as we see, and I don't have the time to go through the entire journey of Joseph's life, but he was used in places that he probably didn't want to go. The places that he was used the most was the prison. It's where God matured his heart because he already experienced a little bit of what the life in the palace was. Then he felt like he lost everything that he was losing, not advancing. But no, God was still working some stuff in his heart. And he didn't complain. He said, I'm going to flourish in the prison no matter what, no matter where I am. Maturity really has its way to humble our hearts for us to move. And maturity is learning to trust God. Uh, my son is really in a season that he's asking why for everything they are saying. It's very interesting. I say, nope, don't do that. Why? And I just wish that he would obey me without asking why. But aren't we the same with God too? We want to, want the, the, we want to know the why for everything before moving. And that's not what trust and obedience looks like. Trust and obedience is I'm going to move no matter what. I'll find the why later. And you will. You will find the why later. No matter how painful your situation is. And growing mature and experiencing God in that will either break you or humble you. And I want to encourage you that you guys, we as a church, we are strong. That no matter the challenge that we are facing, we are going to keep pushing. And number four, and as our worship team can um, come back here, we are called to produce. We are called to bear fruits, to multiply. And I want to encourage that this is the season for us to multiply. And I know it can sound, it wouldn't make so much sense to say now during the summer that is the season to multiply. But I believe that God's timing is totally different than our timing. And I really believe it's the season that we position our hearts right and we are ready to multiply. We're ready to act. We are ready to do something. What practical step I can do in my journey with God in this season that will lead me and will prepare me to multiply in the future. And that answer, only you can give it to yourself. I don't need to know it. But I believe there is something that everyone in this place can do. Maybe it's in your area of giving. Where you're trusting God. Maybe you already trust God and say, hey, man, I'm good. I'm covered with giving 10%, giving the offering. 
how about stepping even further and see he change you? Or maybe you never trusted him. God is inviting you. Hey, let me show you I am the provider. Maybe it's the area of sin you were hurt in the past and you were afraid of being hurt again. I would encourage you to do something. Try something new. Even if it might not be the area that you like the most, do something and experience what community can happen and can change in and through you. Ephesians 4, 14 to 16 says, Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who's the head of the body and the church. He makes the whole body fit perfectly together. And each part does its own special work. It helps each other grow, each other parts grow, so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And I believe that we as a house, we are in the season. God is inviting you. Hey, we're no, no longer immature children. We all have our own walks. And I respect you if you're here in this place. It's your first time talking more about those that have been with us for a while. But if this is your first time, also, I want to invite you to walk into this life of experiencing Jesus in your heart and see that he will change everything. But I want to encourage you that something that I've been thinking, the world only has a voice today where the church has been quiet. The world only has a voice in politics because the church has remained quiet in politics. Same for education, same for other fields. And the invite for Paul is, hey, come on. It's wake-up time. It's time to grow up. It's time to take and to conquer the land, which I've promised you. It's time to move. It's time to be awakened. It's not time to fear. It's time to move. And I want to encourage you to grow in this season. And let God bring the multiplication. You don't have to worry you have a name above all names, higher than all names, going in your favor. And I don't want to see, if you were to ask me, anybody here die on the verge of the promised land or come so far in your life with God and just like be, just seeing you on the other side. We walk us in the promised land. And your prayer must be, God, I want to be involved with everything that you're doing. That's the best prayer you can pray. God will treat your character. God will treat your maturity. God will mature you in the process. But keep that posture. I want to be involved. I want to be with you. I need you every step of the way. And I want to move. I want to encourage us as a church, we're going to stand up. And we're going to move and we're going to sing the song of worship here. We're going to go back into worship. But come back with the right perspective. You're not waiting for me. You're not waiting for Ben, for the worship team. You're just pursuing the heart of God this morning. So let's worship the King of Kings. I, you are lifted high.
circumstances this morning. Come on. And dominions, all powers, and positions. Jesus, your name, it stands above them all. Yeah. Your name is the highest. Your name is the greatest. Your name stands above them all. All thrones and dominions. Before we dismiss this experience, I just want to share something with you that we had during our prayer and worship time. Here, if you didn't know, we do prayer, pre-service prayer and worship. At 9 a.m., come for 8.50 every week here in this place. And it's been, I think, five weeks since we introduced that. And I really feel the change in the spirit of what's happening during the experience. Of even what happened today, this morning during worship, that it was so special. It's because, like what I said before, places that are worship and our prayer go first, we're creating room for the King of Kings to come and invade and move. And I shared a verse during this morning, and I encourage you to come every week. Why not? I know we start early, 9.30. Come earlier. Why not? I shared Psalms 121 that says, Psalm of David, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And I always had this picture in my head of David looking up to the mountains like he was trying to face God. But actually I was reading more about this. And all the gods, all the pagan gods, all the false gods put their temples, their altars in the mountains. 
on top of the mountain. And what David is doing here and is teaching us, and I want to encourage you that along your week, you're going to come, you're going to leave this place. It's very special what God's doing here. But you're going to face some mountains. You're going to look at some financial trouble or some whatever healing that might be in that mountain in front of you. And I encourage you with the same prayer, with the same posture of heart that David had. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Jesus is that name. And I want to encourage you to exalt his name throughout your week. As you go about your week and you face any problems, any circumstance that might rob you or might seem like bigger than him, to look at him and let he come. Let he be your help. Let him and experience the help that comes from the Lord. In your business, in your family, in relationships, in areas where you need healing, he is your helper. And let me remind you, the victory is yours. He is the God of victory. When we believe and we sang all this morning, I'm going to see a victory. And we are going to see a victory. This place is not big enough for what God wants to do in Kingdom Court. And we got to start believing and walking with that in mind. This place is not big enough. Before I dismiss, just with all eyes closed, maybe there's someone here that never experienced this God, the God of miracles, the God of breakthrough, the God of provision, the Jesus that loves and cares and is a helper and wants to walk with you. If this is you and you want to say yes into walking a life of relationship, it's way bigger. It's not like religion. It's relationship with Him. I want to encourage you to raise your hand place if that's you. Maybe you've been far and you want to go back to that place with God. You can also raise your hand. He wants to embrace you as the lost sheep and grab you in your shoulders. But with eyes, all eyes closed, we're just going to pray and maybe don't be shy. And if you have your hands lifted up or if you even if you're afraid, come see our, our team in the back. We have a black box for you to walk you in the journey. But please repeat this prayer after me saying, Lord Jesus, I give you my heart. My help comes from you, creator of heavens and earth. Thank you for dying on the cross for me so that I could live. I ask forgiveness for my sins. And I want to walk in newness of life with you in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. If you made a decision, I'm super glad, super excited. We'd love to hear more from you. Please let us know by emailing prayer at kingdomcultures.ca. Love you guys and see you next week. Bye.